Prayer is the most powerful thing we can do in our days, but all too often it gets drowned out by the noise around us. But what if the noise in our earbuds could help us tune out the noise of the world and instead tune in to our most important conversation? That's why we're here, to bring you inspiring conversations, practical how-tos, and guided prayers to help you pray like you never thought possible. I'm Valerie Warner, and this is Prayer in a Noisy World. Today, we're talking about creating a prayer routine. Some of you are loving everything about the word routine and excited to hear what we're going to talk about today, and others of you are trying not to roll your eyes or hit pause too quickly. Shouldn't prayer be a bit more romantic than routine? Not romantic like a mushy dating relationship, but a bit more serendipitous or beautiful. In my book, Pray Confidently and Consistently, I shared this thought. It's easy to see our prayer lives the way we we see romance through the eyes of a rom-com. We have an expectation that romance will be a series of impromptu run-ins where everything eventually falls into place. My favorite rom-com is When Harry Met Sally. As a former journalist myself, who hopes to marry her best friend, it checked all the right boxes. Every few years, the protagonist ran into each other, and after several of these chance encounters, they eventually fell in love. Can you imagine if the storyline were that every few years they would meet, check their calendars, and pencil in their next rendezvous for a five years down the road? Where's the fun in that? We love the rush of an unexpected rendezvous that changes our lives, and I think we expect the same of our relationship with God. We think we should only pray when we want to. Otherwise, aren't we just kind of faking it? I really don't think so. A mom still has to change diapers, even though she doesn't love to do it. A writer still has to write to make a deadline, even if he or she doesn't feel like it. And a good athlete finishes the the game or the race, even when there's no longer a chance of winning. And if anything, when we stick to something after the honeymoon phase wears off, we are deepening our affections. We are no longer choosing it just because it makes us feel good. We are acting out of a faithfulness and commitment. That quote is from page 191 if you have a copy of the book and want to read the rest of that section. But here's what I hope is abundantly clear. A prayer routine doesn't make for a prayer stale life. A mindless prayer routine, yes, that can totally make for a stale prayer life. But planning when you will pray really just tells God that this matters to you and it's worth preparing in advance to make sure it still happens. So many of us hope to stay connected with God in the busy seasons, like when you have a newborn and waking up early is just impossible. But for us to get to a point where we can have these little moments with God throughout the day, we have to know Him. Not because God requires it, but because we're human and distance with the Lord tends to paralyze us when we try to return to Him. For example, I find it easier to pick up the phone and call my sister, who I talk to every day and have quite the long history with, than I do to pick up the phone and call someone I haven't talked to in months. I know with my sister, I can hop on for a brief few minutes, and that's totally fine. With someone I haven't talked to in a while, it's easier to put it off until I have tons of time to catch up on everything before we chat, which honestly rarely comes. 
It can feel the same with God, and that's why having a routine that helps us stay consistent can help us overcome that paralyzing feeling that comes when it's been a while since we've talked to God. So let's get into the who, what, when, where, why, and how of creating a prayer routine. Number one, figure out how you will organize your prayer time. I've already said it, but we need a plan. Assuming that when you sit down to pray, you'll remember everything you hope to pray for is basically torturing yourself and sabotaging your prayers. So make a plan. Our journals use a monthly format. You fill it out once intentionally every month, so it's ready to reference daily. We have stuck with the monthly format because it's worked so well, but think about what would work best for you. Create the plan and then do it. Number two, figure out when and where. Start small. Creating the habit is the most important aspect right now. Praying for an hour one day is fantastic, but I think being able to consistently meet with God two to three minutes every morning is even better because you can build on a habit only when you have a habit that actually exists. If you need some examples of when a good time to pray each day might be, check out our recent blog post called How to Make Time to Pray. I share 18 points in the day that you can pray. Don't get crazy with it. Just pick one time of the day that you can be consistent with. Think about the times of day that your hands are busy, but your mind is free. Or think of other habits you've already consistently created and tack it onto that. Maybe set up your journal next to your coffee maker and spend the time that your coffee is brewing in prayer. Number three, identify what your usual obstacles are. Why has consistent prayer failed in the past? Don't be blindsided by the same issue over and over again, expecting things to be different. Take some time to really think and even pray about the things that usually sabotage you and have a ready response for it. Some examples, if it's your phone distracting you, do not pick your phone up until after you've prayed. We've all heard this a thousand times, but maybe we haven't actually tried it. Or what if prayer feels boring and sticking with it is hard because you just don't want to do it? Go check out our blog post, Seven Reasons Prayer Feels Boring, and see if what you're feeling is addressed and see how to handle it. Thinking through these things before you start your routine is really going to help you create a great foundation for when you get started. Number four, decide who is going to keep you accountable. I won't beat this into the ground because we all know by now how important accountability is. Can you have a friend that you have check-ins with weekly? You don't get any pink slips if you miss a few days praying. You just have the accountability that is giving someone else access to your inner life. I heard Louis Giglio once share in a sermon of just how damaging isolation can be to our Christian walk. It gets super easy to drift when no one is paying attention. So who's paying attention to you? Who's noticing when you've gotten really busy and neglected time with the Lord for long stretches? Who's noticing when anxiety and fear take over instead of peace? Let someone in. And I promise it, even though it'll be scary, it will be so worth it. Number five, pray for a strong why. Friends, I know how important prayer is to my life. And I still find myself having moments when I don't choose it. This is normal, but it's also not out of God's realm of work. Make that one of your prayers that never leaves your list. Lord, give me the desire to pray. I pray He is generous and faithful to provide a fresh desire in you this week to connect with Him. 
And on Friday, I'll be sharing a prayer for passion that I hope will fuel you. Okay, those are my tips for creating a prayer routine. Figure out how you will organize your prayer time. Figure out where and when you will pray. Identify what your usual obstacles are. Decide who is going to keep you accountable. And pray for a strong why. Now it's time for you to figure out your who, what, when, where, why, and how of your prayer routine. And if I could gently challenge anyone listening who's thinking they really want to do this, but it's about to get put on the back burner as soon as this podcast ends, do not hesitate. Start today. The enemy wants us feeling distant from God. But just think for a second what could happen if we had one pocket of time during our day that we knew we'd consistently be praying. Sure, there might be other times, but this is the part of your day that even in a hectic day, even when you forget to pray, you've got this anchor time with the Lord. The possibilities are so sweet. We could experience a peace and a joy that is only found in God's presence. We get to be a part of God's ongoing kingdom work as we listen and obey Him. We build our own faith as we see God move in our life. We see our actual circumstances changed and affected. We bring greater glory to God. And we free ourselves from the consequences that come from disobedience and listen intently for God's leading instead. These are not small potatoes. This is important and life-changing. Take one small step today in setting up a good prayer routine. If you'd like to check out our original prompted prayer journals or some of the additional resources and blog posts I mentioned, go to the show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode, would you leave a review and subscribe? Next week, I'm talking with Lindsay Ayers. We covered so many different topics, and this is one of my favorite episodes to date. You do not want to miss it. Also, in the spirit of Thanksgiving, we will be talking about how to track answered prayers. I cannot wait for you to hear it. Come back and join us, and thank y'all so much for listening.